Looking for Greek apparel that is simple, chic, and incognito? Need a gift for your favorite NPHC member? Crossing Greek Apparel can help you or them represent sororities or fraternities without breaking any rules. Save 15% on your next purchase with the code MENTALPOD. Hey, y'all. Spring is here, and it's time to dress to impress. I know I need to add a splash to my wardrobe. So do you? Our friends at Dianu have you covered. Dianu helps celebrate the vibrant African culture and feel connected to your roots with every single garment. While it's a celebration for African culture, it's not just for those with African heritage. It's for everyday people like us. We the culture. From sweaters, shirts for the fellas, crop tops, dresses, and skirts for the ladies, and some fun matching fits for the whole family, Dianu has you covered. Go to Dianu.com. That's D-I-Y-A-N-U.com. And use the promo code RICHLOVESKICKS to save 10% off your order. Dianu. A way to be bold, be proud, and express yourself wherever you are. Yeah, your mental matters, mental matters, 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 yo. Your mental matters ain't a simple pattern. We need to have a central chatter. Food for thought, grab a platter. My mental ain't for rental. I'm essential, man, it's simple. I'm a ripple in the rip, though. I don't want to sick my ship, so gotta know your mental. Black life is hard, I don't resent, though. Feelings really real, we should present those. Talk about it, you should know your mental matters. Your mental will. matters, mental matters, yeah. Will, will, will. Will, That's tripping. I am. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids, if you're listening, put the thing down and step away. This is grown folk business. I'm kidding. What up, though, everybody? Welcome back to five years of the Mental Matters Podcast. Yes, <laughs> I said five entire whole years as a podcast. It's official. We made it. For sure. I don't know how, I don't know why. Sometimes I'm like, how, why? Cool. <laughs> I guess we are still going. Jarrell, how you feel, brother? I'm feeling good. When you say five years, it makes it feel like it's been a long time, but it doesn't feel like a long time at all. It don't. I was sitting here like, we've done a lot in five years. Like we've we've made career choices. We've become like new uncles and goddads and lack thereof or extended mm-hmm. our run as goddads and uncles. <laughs> uh, man, we've watched the Pistons not make the playoffs one single time. Um, Yeah, I don't think they've made it since we've been a five. I think that's the curse of us having a No, nah, I thought they did make it one year. They lost to the Bucks. They got swept by the Bucks in four. Back in like 2019. Oh, mm. um, do we count the season that? They traded for Griffin. We had Griffin, right? That was the thing. Mm-hmm. It was a waste of money. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I guess you're right. Anyway, um, <laughs> went through a whole pandemic. <laughs> went through a ho- went through a whole global pandemic. I don't Crazy. think that's a word. We went through a whole pandemic. 
We mm-hmm. still on Zoom. I feel like we need to get off Zoom. In fact, I don't want to be on Zoom. I'm tired of Zoom. All right. Zoom, 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 Zoom. Rich, it's time to record. <laughs> zoom, 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 Zoom. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Zoom, 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 Zoom. I'm tired. <laughs> I miss bro hugs and 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 boomerangs and boomies. Ain't that what the kids mm-hmm. call them? Boomies. Oh, is that Boom- what they call it? They call them boomies. Yeah, they weird. Anyway, I'm weird. I'm just calling it boomies too. Um, you know, I miss who had the best kicks on that day, even though now Jarrell is just gonna match every pair of shoes I own. <laughs> and I say that because I know I'm petty. We about to find out why soon, damn it. Um oh yeah, oh boy. Jarrell done already sent me his new work outfits. He he'll <laughs> listen, he rarely sent me work outfits, and it's usually because why. It's a pair of shoes that we match that he mm-hmm. showed me he wore them that day. <laughs> Tell me I'm lying, I'm flying. Oh, that's the truth. Yeah, see? We I, can't even, I can't even hold you up. That's the truth. We twinning them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not singing that song. I ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> anyway, ladies and gentlemen, what up, though? We are back. I am very glad to be your host, Rich, here with Jarrell. If you do not know why you are here, you are here because you care about your wealth, mental wellness. You care about redefining the man up properly for the culture. And we're going to get into some things. And it's not going to be anything too crazy. Not no certain serious topic. Um, mm-hmm. But more so how we got here. We started this journey five years ago because we said we wanted a space where black men could talk about some things. Yes. And last time I checked, Jarrell, you're a husband, right? I am. You are a husband. You have... Ask your beautiful wife to be yours forever. She said, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, cool. Um, <laughs> and I say that because my wife said kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. And here we are, just husbanding and doing the best we can with what we got. We hey. try to stay out of the way of the budget because we simply want our pairs of shoes and that's it. Um <laughs> It gets a little crazy at times, but when y'all mind y'all business, y'all listen, mm-hmm. we can't have the fast cars and everything, so we get the shoes. Dang it, leave us alone. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a car in the garage with a special blanket on top. Nah, we just have a room in the house that has lots of <laughs> shoe boxes <laughs> and brand new shoes that you can touch. And I don't know, pull it out in a second. But before we get into all the husband things. One of those things as a husband is sometimes we have those moments where we grab pairs of shoes and uh, okay. we ain't did this in a while. I know I know Jarrell got a new pair of shoes because every time we get new pair of shoes, it's always a, a text message like my fa- my favorite and this is an ode to the OG Tiger Woods. My favorite new gift and it used to be one of us, which that will still live in its own infamy, is the Tiger Woods fist pump. And he like he'll go from like he shot the shot. I think I'm setting the stage. He will shoot his shot in golf. And he'll look and he'll see that boy went in, and it's the moment he know he won. He's gone. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I think that's like every sneakerhead's new mantra, new anything whenever something good happens. I feel like we as men, fellas, if you're listening, you should be. Anytime we, ourselves, 
you yourselves or anybody in our ecosystem wins. You just stare and you go fist pump. Yes. <laughs> Somebody, we got to right. win. We got to right. win. And if mm -hmm. you're a husband especially, you know you can't gloat about your wins like that. So you just mm -hmm. got to go. And this is the scene. You're doing, you're looking. You finally got something right according to her or him, whoever your spouse is. And you want to celebrate, but you don't want to gloat in their face. So mm -hmm. this is actually walking into the other room and saying, yes. So can <laughs> I see you with that fist pump like, yes, I got one. I just needed one. I got one. So that is how we will celebrate our win starting in 2023. We have made it to five years and I can go, yes, we got I'm one. That. I'm working with that. Yes, we are Tiger Woods in it. I am. We are making it cool to hit you with the. Granted, you know it derived over time between different NBA legends, like your Michael Jordans, if you will, this patented, you know, whatever. But this is a, it's a turn. Yes, it's not an all in your face. Like, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. It's like no, you turn. <laughs> I think when she used the, the other one sometimes, like if I'm like, like, you know, sometimes I'm like, man, I don't really want those shoes and I'm gonna try at it. And then I get the God on screen. I should start using the Jordan against the uh, Portland Trail Blazers after he made like six threes in the first quarter and he just shrugged, like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's going in though. Like, <laughs> use that for the, for the times. Or if it's the one that you really wanted, like for me, Spider season is a it's upon us. Okay. I have always been a Marvel fan of some sort. Mm -hmm. But as a little kid, before I knew and truly understood the essence of what Black Panther is, I was a huge Spider-Man fan. Um, many of y'all may not know that about me, but I was a huge Spider-Man fan. Um, mm -hmm. to which degree I probably had all the toys, etc. Um, Spider-Man comics, etc. when I was little. So this summer, Miles Morales is back traveling through the Spider-Verse. Mm -hmm. And to celebrate that, Michael Jordan and his team decided they're going to give us a second iteration of the Spider-Man Jordan 1s. And that's one of them. I hit that game winner to get out the first round versus <laughs> the Cleveland Cavaliers. Just straight jump with it. <laughs> That is probably my one of my most anticipated Jordan. My first most anticipated Jordan release of 2023. My most. My first mm -hmm. and most. I do have something to show, but it was not my first choice to automatically get that shoe this year. This was a decision I made. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> but this certain shoe, I literally just got the money sitting in my Apple wallet as we speak. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about that. Um, so, Jarrell, who going first? You going first or me? I don't have no new shoes. So I don't know how would I go first. <laughs> so you're going to sit here on this 98th episode and tell a lot that you ain't got no new shoes recently. What's the newest shoes I got? Boy, you just sent me the work picture. 
Oh, see, I, I wore those twice already. That count. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> because he wear his shoes. They not new no more. They're not new to the people. They just picked up these old things and they old now. I wore them like I tried them on and now they put on feet. What? Listen. I'll go grab them. I got them in a box. I'll put them right in the box. They back in the see you different. Like because he wore them twice and he put them back in the box again. That's mm-hmm. how you know you're in a different level. You will, are you a different animal in the same beast? That's just that's just for my organization purposes because I'll have one shoe downstairs, one shoe upstairs if I don't put them together all the time. You need in the to box. get a shoe rack, Jarrell. How you got the most shoes between both of us and I have a shoe rack? So I just put them in the box and put them back in the in the, in the shelf in the closet, you know. I already got too much junk over here. <laughs> I'm about to hit you with one of them uh the wife statements. Instead of buying all them damn shoes, need to get a shoe rack to put shoes on. Mm-hmm. Mm. If I get a shoe rack, that's that's cutting from the money I can just use for down payment of another pair of shoes. <laughs> I'm it's, terrible. It's okay, me too. Anyway, for one of these pairs, I did not remember if I actually brought this to the to the mental matters community. So I'm doing my due diligence with this first pair. This first pair is one of my another one of those things where it was just like. If I get them, that'd be real dope because I am a very avid sports fan, especially my home teams. But if I don't, I'll live. Shout out to my bro out in Cali. For whatever strange reason, he always helped me get shoes. So these bad boys right here, right? Because I am a Lions fan through and through, Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you all this. You see the cup, you see the shoe. I feel like Mm -hmm. the blue is completely off. But judge your mama. I don't care. I am wearing these boys for the opening weekend of the new Lions mm-hmm. football season. You got what we call Honolulu blue. It's not really it's true blue. It's a play on the OG uh, fire red threes. But it has no red, which is not OG. OG true blue Jordan threes, which has a hint of red in it. But for this Jordan one, they just decided not to give you red, which is weird. So that's what I got going on. And Jarrell feels so inclined. He said, be a part of this. And I told y'all he got new shoes. He went to go grab the box of my favorite pair of shoes in my collection. <laughs> and I say that with uttermost importance to the city. Um so that's why it's not, like, it's, not, it's not like we didn't have a whole, you know, discussion about them previously. If you do not know what this shoe is about, you need to go back and listen to one of our episodes, The Man Behind the Shoes. Um, I forgot the episode is called, but y'all should go check it out. It is with our brother, Ro Spit, Roland Coit of 218 of Burn Rubber, Detroit, and the collaborator of this dope-ass Air Jordan 2 that Jarrell finally took my advice on and has been wearing them nonstop. (laughs) Like, I did not tell him he wouldn't be. Yes, you did. Very comfortable. See? I I would say, like, top two comfortable out of everything I got. Top two, number two. They're going to be number one, I think, because... 
I forget which one between like this between this two and then I feel like the bread 11s and then like the threes that I have I feel like this is a tie between the threes and 11s and they might be two and then this would be number one most comfortable see I'm not mad at that I'm not mad at that at all and like they they just they don't get dirty like I walked around all day today all day Sunday had them on for at least Sunday I had them on for probably like seven hours because I went to church with them. Stayed after church and talked. I think I went a little bit like fruit market shopping after that. And then today I wore them to work because they just so casual. Like they so like they sporty but they like classy at the same time. And I don't know why I'm telling you this. You already know this stuff. <laughs> it's okay. It's, speak your truth, brother. Don't I I am just here to bask in your joy with you. That, that's all I'm here for right now, man. Yeah, I think it's, it's very, uh, it's a very like unique shoe the way it's put together because it's like you can wear them as an engineer to work and then wear them to church and then you can also like, I don't know, they like Kohans, Jordans, and like everything all put together. They can go with jeans, dress pants, and joggers. Right. For sure. What other shoe can do that? And if you really want to coordinate, you do that lace swap. You're welcome. I think I'm going to do the cream lace swaps for the summer. Like when I start wearing shorts with my cargo shorts, I think mm-hmm. I'm going to do the cream. But I feel like if I do the black, the black shoe lace swap, I don't know. I feel like that's too much of a contrast. The, it only works with, if I were to say, if I were to advise, the black only pops when you have something black to coordinate. Like a black shirt, black shorts. If something in your outfit is black, you throw the black laces in. Like I remember when we celebrated our bro Ken Walker and the Ken Walker Collective's opening of his store. I went and mm-hmm. I did a I think black shirt, black cardigan sweater, nice reverse camera drill. Thank you. Um, some jeans, <laughs> and I did a black lace swap on them to Jordan twos, and wow, just. Chef's kiss. It worked out well. Um, so yeah, I think you could do like black lace up on that occasion, but yeah, cream laces on those. That's my mm-hmm. cream laces right now is my standard on those. Um it's just <laughs> hey, y'all think that go crazy. Wait, I'm gonna call it. Wait till Kohan get that collaboration with Jordan, it's gonna go crazy. <laughs> Tiffany nah. and Co got that Air Force One collab. I'm just saying it's only a matter of time for Kohan come through. Yeah. And like you said, I know you talked about it before, like the the leather, the leather like sock liner. Like that's like, I don't know, that's I ain't really seen that nowhere else. (laughs) Plush plush, my boy. Everybody hating on Jordan Lowe's. I'm trying Jordan two lows. I'm telling y'all. Y'all slept on these. That's your damn fault. Them boys is nice. After I wore these on Sunday, I was like, I should have got the uh, the Easter pink joints that came out. This got me wanting to get more two lows, you know? Hey, like, That's at the standard right there. My first pair of Jordan two lows I ever bought was my first pair of Jordan twos I ever bought. And it was mm-hmm. the all-white joints. And I knew from that moment I had I was not opposed. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I'm glad. I'm proud. <laughs> now you got you to gotta post it on the gram and tag your boy Rose Spit. Shout out to the homie, still doing his thing. He probably on pair number two because he got like four pairs. He said he gonna break in. I don't even know if he got a pair one. Anyway, 
So these bad boys right here, right? I thought that this would be my favorite Air Jordan 3 in my collection. I thought this would be like the standard of the standard. I thought this would be the shoe that I will always just like pet it and love it and all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. And this shoe let me realize one thing. And this didn't happen when I bought these. This didn't happen when I bought these and I promise it wouldn't. Okay. Don't let the hype define the shoe that you want to buy. I'm going to say it again because a lot of y'all going to be like, man, you a hype beast anyway, and blah, blah, blah. The best <laughs> shoe of 2023, blah, blah, blah. I can say I'm a person that value comfort on feet. And of all my Jordan 3s, I have three pairs. This is my least comfortable pair. Okay. What makes it different? I think when they went to the quote unquote OG specifications or the original specifications for these, mm -hmm. I think again, it may just be my pair because a lot of these had many defects on them. And this is the white cement reimagined Jordan 3s for those listening to the podcast thing and not the video. Mm -hmm. It's just missing some cushioning. Like I feel okay. like. When I put my feet in, my feet is on the ground. And I mean, like, uh, like that layer is yeah. missing. Like, this elbow, we're not doing nothing but just being a bubble. Like, okay. and then the side joints is like, it feel like, it feel like Pringles. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. I feel like if I just do this, it break. Like, not that it's a, like, hard shoe at all. I don't mean it from that standpoint. But I feel mm -hmm. like that could have gave us some more, like, some more cushion in there. I feel like, you know, mm -hmm. you know, that... That is my take, but okay. it is a clean and beautiful shoe. I do like the uh, the whole curb appeal to it. It's very, very neutral in my opinion. I can wear easily with mostly anything. Um, mm -hmm. I wouldn't go too crazy because it does have red hits on it, but um, this is my favorite in my collection. Is this my favorite Jordan 3 in my collection? Absolutely not. I stand by and will say my favorite OG Jordan 3 in my collection is Fire Red 3s. Um, and I mean, from the standpoint of a nice pop to them in conjunction with color, they, they gotta be, they gotta be comfy though. I'm big on comfort. If my shoe ain't comfortable, it's very likely that boy's going to stay on the shelf. Um, it's sad because I forgot I even had them fire red threes upstairs. Like I was, when I was pulling these out to wear them on Sunday, I was like, Oh yeah. Fire, oh fire red threes. Then I, I forgot I had the the uh I forgot I even had the playoff 13s from this year. Because <laughs> I haven't worn those yet. And uh the other day I was gonna wear I was gonna wear the cherry elevens. Forgot I had those. That boy I'm I, I gotta start wearing my shoes, man. You should wear your shoes. In fact, I am proud to say by the time y'all hearing this episode, I will be packed and on an airplane. And or getting off the airplane, or probably by the time some of y'all listen to it, I know I get it. Gotta catch up. Make sure y'all catch up episodes one through ninety seven because a hundred it's gonna be dope. We almost had a hundred episodes of the podcast. By the time y'all listen to this, I will likely be on vacation, and I will be breaking in a new pair of shoes. <laughs> I've already committed. Mm -hmm. I've actually started lacing them already, and mm -hmm. I feel like it's very very Honolulu. Hawaii-ish, even though I'm not going to Honolulu, I'm just going to Hawaii. Whatever, judge your mama. Anyway, um, 
You probably oh, yeah. have another pair of shoes before this episode drops. <laughs> I don't like your energy. I don't. You're being real, a real negative, Nancy. That's not negative. You was texting me today. Shock dropped this. Hey, hey, yeah. hey. That that's if I get trigger happy. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the sneakers, the sneakers app is the psychological play on society because and this is where I'm about to get in somebody's business and he gonna get mad at me and I don't care and we can fight damn it there comes periods of time when certain people say nah I'm chilling I don't need those per se I'm cool and then they drop on sneakers app mm-hmm. and they just hit the submit button just willy nilly Okay. That just, person? just to see if they get a dub. I'm not <laughs> pointing no elbows or nothing. You know, I wouldn't do that. I haven't done that in a while. So you've done it. So you've done it. Actually, the last time I did it was um so I did it for the shock drop on the on the on the thirteens. But I actually wanted those though. Like those on my list. That's those not that's not that's list. not the same thing. We knew we knew when we saw the thumbnails. That drill is gonna get those. We already knew that. Okay, the, the taxi ones. That was the last time I did that. So you want all the times I did, it or just the last time? I don't all know the time. if we got okay. that kind of time. The the, the ginger fourteen. There you the taxi go. One. There we go. Uh, I know it's a smooth five. I know it's a smooth five. It ain't five. Okay, the um the purple rain uh thirteens from last time. Purple January. rain. Uh, the red, <laughs> the red thunder fours. Boom. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's, the only that's time just I... that's just smashing the button on sneakers. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't help it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I bet, but them, we ain't gonna talk about them black taxi twelves anyway. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. So that's the fifth one. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even know if that was sneakers or not. So there you go. You well, take yeah. that. <laughs> Cherry 11s. I feel like Cherry 11s is another one. Because you didn't necessarily need those. You said you ain't need them. Oh, no. I had got those off of, uh, off of my man since you hooked me up with. The Cherry 11s? <laughs> yeah. Because before they restocked, I didn't think they was going to restock. I never knew about the restock. So then I got them from him. He ain't overcharged me. It was a good price. And then uh, they, I think they restocked probably like a month after that. I'm like, dang. Yep. I didn't even know that part, John. This is breaking news for everybody. So <laughs> Jarrell be out here just slanging cash and getting shoes and be wondering why oh. I be sitting here like he got more shoes than me. Because I know that somewhere in the shadows, Jarrell is lurking, buying shoes. I just know oh, it. In fact, I need to go to go to your connect before I talk to you. <laughs> no, 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 That's not the problem. What I'm letting you know is Jarrell be out here just buying shoes and I don't know about it. I feel like that's just loyalty. Like that's, I feel I feel like you being unloyal. I feel like we gotta oh, we gotta have a sidebar <laughs> for this episode. It's over. Anyway, um, some days like today, I just celebrate having both feet on the ground. I sure wish I had socks that say on the ground. That's the conversation between a podcast host and Mr. Mark Feinberg, who is the founder and CEO of On the Ground. Since mental health is more relevant now than ever, it's okay to talk about it all out. That's why we partner with the brand On The Ground. 
which exists to spread love and compassion throughout the world, both for oneself and for others. For messages like breathe, check on your strong friends. One of my favorites even, how are you really feeling amongst many more? On the ground has products that bring moments of love, joy, comfort, and a smile to each person who buys and wears them around them. That's hoodies, that's t-shirts, there's even socks, go figure. So go to ontheground.store and use the promo code RICHLOVESKICKS and save 10% off your purchase. And remember, Sunday celebrating your feet on the ground is more than enough. But me and you have something in common. Me and you are proud lifetime members of Black Married Fellas, BMF. Mm -hmm. Talked about this mm -hmm. before. Oh, boy. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Anytime anybody say something stupid, we look at them. And you know what we say. Yeah, shut the... Anyway, so um, as proud members of BMF, Black Married Fellas, mm -hmm. um... We, we gotta talk. We gotta we gotta come to your congregation. We need to need to have a conversation. We gotta we gotta have our true life discussion on just being a black man in today's world, especially being married, because there are some things that us as black married fellas always deal with every single day. Yep. You know what that thing is, Jarrell? How much time you got? There's more than one. <laughs> so in other words, we need to have five episodes of this. <laughs> that we're simply just being the best husbands we can be every single day. Okay. And that may change every single day. Mm -hmm. It could be anything from making dinner to washing clothes mm -hmm. to, I promise there's nothing in this cup besides old remnants of Pepsi and ice at this point. I believe you. Your word's not so learning, so. Cool. Not mostly. Because <laughs> I still hear my, my my late grandmother saying, enunciate, open your mouth, use your words. <laughs> if there's audio from the funeral, I made fun of her ass then too. It was like, oh boy. <laughs> it was an opening statement. I was like, many of you know her, know you've heard this before. Open your mouth, enunciate, use your words. Mm -hmm. I'll find a video, I'm going to send it to you. It's hilarious. Mm -hmm. um, it's a very touchy moment. However, your boy was in full form. Um, mm -hmm. But no, we just simply try to be the best husbands we can be every single day a moment. And it can be the, the changing of the dishes in the dishwasher. It can be straightening it up before a company come over. Just because they simply may come in the house. Um, it could be being on time when it's time to go somewhere, you know, make sure y'all outfit ready, even though she may take all day. It can literally be any of those things, Cheryl. You know, this I am not asking you to give examples of time all the times. I'm going to ask simply before as we dive into this conversation. Do you have an outlandish being a husband story in which you felt like you couldn't win anyway? I think the one the one that just popped in my head was one that I told before. Uh oh. <laughs> when uh 
Will you get in? Will she try to like assassinate your character if you tell the story? I have to protect you by any means. (laughs) No, it's one that I told on the episode before. The one where, um, when I went to go uh, pick up my cool grays in the parking lot and saw cool gray combos. I remember this. (laughs) And uh, I was meeting meeting the connect (laughs) in the Meyer parking lot. (laughs) And uh, yes, Meyer, no S. And uh, she went inside to go grab like I don't know what it was, like probably like like plates and something, plates and cups or something. And uh, I was like, all right, cool. Like you know, when you when you, when I feel like you know you coming out, just text me or you know, and I'll pull up to the front. <laughs> so I ended up getting the shoes as she was inside, made the exchange, and then uh, I'm in a car. And like I'm examining the shoes, I'm smelling them, I'm touching the leather, I'm pulling on a, <laughs> I'm pulling on the tongue, and and you know looking at the shoelaces, the rope laces, and all of that. I'm just like, I'm in like what is what is it called, Nirvana, Euphoria, whatever the word is. And um, I look down at my phone, and I think I think I either missed her call or I missed her text. So like I immediately like call her back, or either she calling me back for the second time, and I pick up, and I'm like, all right. I'm on my way. I'm pulling up to the front now because <laughs> I think I was I was parked all the way towards like the telegraph side of the parking lot and not the side I was supposed to admire. So yeah, I ended up pulling pulling up and she like, what was you doing? You know, she get in the car. I'm like, I was smelling my shoes. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I think that's like does that fit the fit, fit the criteria that you was looking for? <laughs> That is one of the most outlandish stories in life. I think I've still never been able to like get away from. But okay, I think that's an example of uh, just you just not being alert that day because it's some damn shoes. Jarrell gonna be the reason I'm never able to get shoes again, y'all. If he do that one more time, I'm sure. The wise, the wise are going to talk and it's going to be like, you know what, Rich? Listen, your ass can't never get a shoe again. I don't want to <laughs> hear it. If you even think about asking, I'm throwing your shoes away. <laughs> so, yeah, no. So, I would say one of my favorite being a husband stories in which I felt as if I couldn't win. Um, I think you're fit. Hmm, weird. But it was recently. Um, all right, so picture is Sicily, 19. Anyway, if you're not a true fan, y'all suck. <laughs> so I am, and that's Golden Girls, if you didn't know, the OG grandma, rest in peace. Um, that's it. She my grandma too, damn it. We all need a Sophia on Sophia in our life. Um Let's double back to about a year ago. I get a phone call. I'm working from home. The wife hits me up and she goes, I don't know what happened. I heard something fall off, whatever. It cut whatever happening. I need you to meet me at random liquor store parking lot somewhere mm-hmm. in Highland Park. Yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I get there, I'm driving the truck, pull up the car, newer car, not a new car, newer car. The front bumper is on the ground, hanging off of the car. It's not detached, it's hanging off the car. 
as if somebody had pulled it off, which she did. You know how when you park too far up on a spot and you hear like your bumper go like it's dragging? Mm-hmm. Well, apparently when she did this and she backed out, it popped off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was shit. That had to be almost a year ago and some change ago. Well, we'll yeah, we'll call it a year ago. Another time later that year, later last year, she pulls who comes home. She calls me and she goes, Yeah, the bumper fell off again. It's on the floor. <laughs> Where she's in front of the house at this point. I hear her coming out of the street. <laughs> and I'm like, dog, I can't win. I can't win. I cannot win. This is terrible. Um, needless to say, finally. I, I find somebody to actually make the repair. Take it to auto shop. In fact, mm-hmm. we actually dropped it off before vacation. Ironic. Mm-hmm. And they fixed it. By the time we got back from vacation last fall, it was fixed. I was able to register it for a lift. I was going to start driving a lift, make some extra shoe money, vacation money. Life is grand. Right? Mm-hmm. I get a phone call one day after that. Guess what? Jarrell, guess what happened? <laughs> you had to use that money. No, even worse. The goddamn yeah. bumper fell off again. I didn't okay. even get the drive lift. The, we okay. passed inspection and all that. <laughs> I was going to go ride it. Next thing you know, mm-hmm. she calls me. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. I was being, every time I drive it, it always messes up. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm tired of driving. Every time, whatever, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right, you know what? Stuff happens. No such thing as a perfect car. I've seen the commercials. I know how this goes. <laughs> the story doesn't end there. Uh, <laughs> I have to, I started, I started, I started another side hustle, Jarrell. You know what that side hustle is? What's that? I started door dashing. I started picking up people's food from and dropping it off. Okay. I started a couple weekends ago. My first weekend, I started DoorDashing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're on one of my last deliveries. Guess what happens to the bumper again? It fell off again. It fell <laughs> off for real. It detached. It. I threw that boy in the grass. I was pissed off. I thought about the fact that I still had the food in my car to drop off. I'm like, I can't. I got to put this bumper in the car. I got to do something. So I put the bumper in the trunk. Finagled it in so I could close it in there. I came home and I pulled out some bungee cords <laughs> and I tied my bumper back to the car. <laughs> but guess what else happened, Jarrell? On top of what that whole what can possibly what can <laughs> good question? What can possibly happen after that? Concurrently, when all this bumper stuff is happening. One day we parked the truck on the in front of the house. Somebody side swipe and smashed the mirror off on the truck. On the driver's side. Yes, mm-hmm. the driver's side. And so we go through life trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Get it fixed. Eventually. It takes a couple months because schedules and crap. Get it fixed. Mm-hmm. One day the wife comes home. 
She's pulling into the garage. Jarrell, what does she do to the other Not Mary? The girl. Not there the you girl. go. <laughs> oh, man. Other... <laughs> Cause I'm like, I just can't win. <laughs> and, and so I, I grabbed some electrical duct tape. I taped it back on. I said, we'll figure it out. Because, boo, you know what? At least you're okay. The car is okay. It's just like a banged up mirror. It's cool. It's cool. One day we was watching our nephew recently. I promise this is the last one. Mm-hmm. And we into the synopsis of all this because I don't, we as men do messed up things and dumb things too. Mm-hmm. See, so she's uh talking about how crazy her day was. She calls. I'm watching her nephew. Nephew's from out of town. He's at the house. I'm playing. We we got bubbles. He got this bubble machine. He's happy. He's the happiest little boy I've seen all all that day. He's got his bubble machine. He's got a bubble gun. He's spraying me with bubbles. Bubble machine's going. We're in the backyard. He's living a good life. Mm-hmm. Get a phone call from the wife. Said, I'm tired of this. Like every time I park in this garage, it's something. I ain't even gonna get into the part where she get back into the door as it was still going up. I ain't even gonna get into that. See, there you go. Apparently, there was a rock in our driveway to let you know to kind of remind us if you're over here, you shouldn't be. You got to line up to get that thing in the garage. Not only does she run over the rock, <laughs> when you have trucks, you have that little lip thing near the uh, near the uh, door that you step yep. on and properly swing into the car. Mm-hmm. Guess what the rock does? Knocks it between there. Oh, not so. Knocks it off. Just mm. she's trying to drive over the boulder. The boulder is just all you hear is is scraping the sidewalk back and forth. The mm. car's all on top of it, and I'm like, whatever she's doing under that car just ain't working. Mm-hmm. So I get a rake. I get a metal rake. I got one of the OG metal rakes, like a big ass fork. I get mm-hmm. in the car. <laughs> I'm maneuvering, pull the boulder out, I push it to the alleyway. Tell the wife, you know, we're gonna figure this out. We got it. Just pull in the garage and we'll fix that later. Don't worry, boo. I got you. Mm-hmm. There is no other stories at this time. Okay. At this time, stay tuned. But all that to say, when it comes to cars, garages, and my beautiful wife, who I love, I love deeply, because she is not the first nor the last person that's ever done anything dumb with a car. In fact, I think at one period of time, it was me and my Ford Fusion that had the worst luck. Um, We will not talk about the Ford Fusion. Not in negative light, that 06 Ford Fusion. But what I will say... When you sign up and say you want to marry someone, mm-hmm. they say when you are doing the exchange and say, do you take this person? It usually goes a little something like this. And let me know if I get any part of it wrong. 
I say whatever name, take you say whatever name, to be my lawfully wedded spouse, to have and to hold, through richer or for poorer, through sickness and in health, until mm -hmm. death do us part. <laughs> as long as we both shall live. If you agree, say I do. And I said, I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. You know I do. Listen, it's been more poor than richer. <laughs> In fact, after I exchanged these do these uh these vows, et cetera, these promises in 2016, no more than a week later while we were on the honeymoon, that I knew I was gonna be quitting the job soon. <laughs> so your boy was already setting the precedent of poor. <laughs> I was laying the foundation. <laughs> How low it could really go. <laughs> And we have both had our sicknesses and illnesses. But yet and still through all those things, we still found ways to just keep it pushing, keep it going. So I don't say to tell those stories necessarily to slander her by any or stats name my wife's character, because let me tell you, I've been some bits of trash through all of this journey thus far. But one of the consistent characteristics, I would say, this is what we're going to get into. We're going to get into some characteristics that you believe make you a great husband, regardless of the circumstances that you may feel that day. I'm going to start by throwing one out there and we can, we can, uh, we can black star this until we get them all. I think we get them all. What is a black star? Is it the cap, the black shades, the black car? It's a shout out from very. There you go. <laughs> um, one word I will throw out there is consistent. And that's consistency regardless of how you feel. If you don't feel like getting up that day, if you do, if y'all pissed off at each other, if you lubby dubby for each other, mm -hmm. it's consistency. I think that's one of the key, most key characteristics is that you're consistent. I like that one. Yes. What's yours? So you next. So I, I you you like five. Say, now I thought you were going to say the one that I just wrote down at first, because this also has starts with the letter C. I'll go with considerate. Mm, I feel like, what you mean? Um, so I feel like it's easy to just like. Like, even before you get married, like, if y'all dating or whatnot, you should start developing, like, tendencies to just, like, want to just be, like, the, the ear to listen to, or even if it's not even, like, necessarily, like, the ear to listen to, if y'all want to do, like, an activity, like, it can't always be everything that you want to do, like, you have to, like, come together and, like, build a bridge and, you know, put a gap in the middle to just want to be a part of each other's, um, activities or each other's interests if you will so for instance like i remember like i never really watched um reality tv not too much not, not the shows that gabrielle watched before we started dating and got married and then like i find myself like now like popping the popcorn 
<laughs> when her shows come on and I sit there and I and I watch it with her now. So stuff like that, like, you know, it can't just always be, you know, well, I don't like doing it, so we're not gonna do that. Or like yeah, I don't like, I don't eat steak, so we're not gonna eat steak, like that type of thing, you know. Oh, you, yeah, you no, that really it, shit's it, over. Yeah. And I learned like this is actually something that I did, right? So like the first one it was like we got together in summer of twenty thirteen. So the following Valentine's Day was Valentine's twenty fourteen. And like I was, you know, this is my this is like the first girlfriend I had and everything like that. So I'm like, I didn't really plan Valentine's Day like that. Cause I had never had to plan it before. So I was kind of just like, hey, like, don't I treat you good all the time? Like, ain't every day I was on the dudes like, ain't every day Valentine's Day? Like, and um, that's embarrassing now. Like, I hate that I even thought like that. <laughs> so um, but yeah, so like it was it was at that time I saw how like how much it meant to her, and I was just like dang i messed up so i mean like because what i did it wasn't like she, she i put effort into it if she if you ask her she was like you put no effort in that because i ended up just like cooking and i got like i think i got like i went to sam's club i got like a six pack of like valentine's cupcakes where they got like the they got like, the strawberry shortcake one and they got this other little cherry ones like i had i had put it together all within like probably like 10 hours and she was just like yeah i could tell <laughs> um i mean she wasn't like ungrateful or nothing but she was like like yeah like you could have did more type of thing and Mm. uh, i actually felt that's that's when i learned about reciprocation because i do remember like we got together summer 2013 so that following october was sweetest day and she did give me like a sweater and um some boots for the winter and then at Valentine's Day, I cooked for her, got her some cupcakes, and I did get her like, like a um, like a poncho scarf thing, I think, and like a pair of boots as well. But her stuff was more thought out and more planned than mine was, to be honest. So yeah, being considerate. That's that's the one I'm gonna go with first. I'm a I'm a I'm a. Huh. I will say this, fellas, if y'all listening, make sure y'all write this down. I understand that we don't need a special day to show the person we care about that we care. And we shouldn't pick a day just to go all out, et cetera. But Valentine's is also not a time for you to take a break. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't use that lame excuse and be like, oh, I didn't do nothing for you because I treat Mm -hmm. you well every day. I needed a day, y'all. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. You do spread the love out 365, 366. You do that. You spread it out. But at the same token, you don't take Valentine's Day off. You still show at the end of the day. Even if it's something that you know in the back of your head, it's not the most expensive thing, but it's one of the most, I you can tell I was thinking about you things. Whether that be, for example, Elena is a pizza lover of all things pizza. If I show up with a heart-shaped pizza of her Mm -hmm. favorite toppings, Mm -hmm. she will just be like, oh, you thought about me. I can tell you did because you know I love pizza. Mm -hmm. She will probably say bitches love pizza. But (laughs) <laughs> that's because I know my wife um, 
It's just paying attention to what her love language, paying attention to what their love languages are. I don't want to necessarily say her because she pays attention to mine as well. Clearly, she knows that some of my buffer money is probably going to go to a pair of shoes. <laughs> and she's okay with that at this point of our relationship. It's fine. It's cool. Um, that's just what it is. Um, so we said consistent. We said considerate. Another thing I noticed you mentioned is that it doesn't matter what the activity is. You order pop the popcorn. I think that's simply because you just cherish that time with them. Because mm-hmm. y'all both leave different busy schedules and things and responsibilities and whatnot. So the moment, yeah, whatever y'all get to do, whether it's mm-hmm. her idea, her turn to pick, or your turn to pick. Hey, this is what we doing. Yep. What we need, what snacks we need. Mm-hmm. What we eating for dinner with it. Like, <laughs> you pick the activity, I pick the meal. That sort of deal is always appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um. So we said those two things. I probably got one smoother more on one in me. I just made that whole sentence of words work, I think. Um, I would say is effectively communicate. Okay. And it can be as simple as if y'all watch Hale's Kitchen and you cooking show, you've probably seen this activity. That mm-hmm. three-way communication deal. Mm-hmm. I'll say if you'll ask, let's go this route. Babe, can you go grab my gray sweater with the white stripes? Mm-hmm. You said you grab your white gray sweater with the white stripes. Mm-hmm. She says, yes. I say, heard. Got it. Cool. Want to grab it. It's the equivalent of I need three steaks well done. Three steaks well done. Three steaks well done. Heard, chef. Heard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's all the way down to I need you to come straight home, put some clothes in the washer, dryer, and start the dishwasher. You know what I'm saying? It could be something of that demanding nature. It can be something out of so much demand. It could be effective communication of knowing yourself to say, hey, listen, mm-hmm. I know I'm going to forget to do this shit if I don't do it right now. Yeah. <laughs> so let me go ahead and do it right now so I don't forget because I am considerate of how you feel if I don't get something done that you need done or want done. Mm-hmm. And I'm consistently making sure that I'm doing it so I don't have a habit of not doing those things. And often there's a reciprocation. We forget it right. Mm-hmm. You know, y'all mm-hmm. communicate effectively. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are considerate of each other's feelings, emotions, and likes and loves, things of that nature. And mm-hmm. you're consistently able to make sure that those needs are met. So I would say the communication pieces should be effective. Um, I have one more, but I'm going to defer to you before I get to that last one. Are you going to defer to me? If <laughs> you got another one. Because I know. Yeah. Listen. 
being a spouse is hard business, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What I would say is, um, like, good characters that I have. I believe that I I set the proper boundaries so that, so, like, for instance, like, the, the time that, like, it's supposed to be dedicated to, like, me and her spending time, like, I do my best to not let nothing, like, interfere with that. Or, yeah. like, recently we started um, walking since the weather has been getting better. Well, you know, we had that cold spell a couple of days ago, but um, we started walking. So, like, we were always saying, like, we're going to walk at 5 o'clock from 5 to 6 or 5 to 5.30, however many laps we're going to do at the, the uh, local high school track. So I always made it a thing, like, okay, if I got to be home by, like, 4.50 so we can get to the track by 5 and walk, then that means I have to get up early, get to work, yada, 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 get off working time, make sure that, you know, I'm ahead of the traffic <laughs> so that it don't slow me down to where, you know, you will, you will say, like, I'm not prioritizing it or, or you're not taking it seriously, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. putting, like, those – putting those boundaries in place and just prioritizing our time. Um, the same thing when – um. Like if I had activities that's like outside of outside of just our relationship, like I can't like let my um my issues that I have at work affect how I treat her when I get home. I have to that's put, like huge. that boundary in place. Whether whether it means if I have to go like cool down, if I gotta go take a shower, if I gotta, you know, on my on my way home from work when I'm sitting in traffic, blast a little John and get it out of my system. <laughs> And that's those are things that I do. Just just make sure that you know everything outside of our relationship. Make sure it's not dumping into you know us not getting along or us having issues. And I'm glad you brought that up because it's not the fact that. And yes, I start lacing my shoes up because I intend to wear my shoes this year. Damn it! Um, <laughs> it's not for the sake of like knowing that you know you don't necessarily bring those things into the house. This is what I've learned for me and mine. It's for the sack, it's for the the knowing of you don't want to let whatever negatively affected your day negatively affect your home. Because I look at my house as I look at it as my castle, mama, like my spa, even though I don't have a sauna room per se until the summer get here and I come back room. But um I look at my house as like my place of refuge, my peace. Mm-hmm. And anything that enters that space should either make me feel good or it can't be in my house. Right. And that's vibes, that's news, and that's even people. If you make me feel uncomfortable in my house, you mm-hmm. got to go. <laughs> and so... <laughs> But I also say that's not to say that you can't necessarily bring whatever those things are that's negatively affecting you home. But mm-hmm. you should not let those things fester and affect your vibe at home. Right. And so there may be a time where you just simply need to get it out, voice like bending out, things of that nature. And I'll often put myself out here and say, you know, in terms of our brotherhood and some of my other close friends. You know, if you need to just vent about it, feel free to call and get it out real quick. Because mm-hmm. I don't want you taking that shit in your house. Vent it out to the atmosphere. And then, you know, when they ask, when she asks how your day went, you say, hey, it wasn't the best. But mm-hmm. uh, 
it's better now I got you, boo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can still talk about it. It can not affect your day anymore. You can talk about it, let it go after that, at least from that space. And that's just that. Um, that's just how I look at it. Um, but, you know, I'm also a very a different individual. So, I mean, hey. But that's a good point you brought there. I have one more. I think one more thing that definitely helps contribute and me doing this lace thing right here is probably not the best way to think about it. <laughs> um, I'm excited to hear it because, you know, I'm dropping gems right now. I mean, listen, <laughs> kicks in conversations, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, I say one of the biggest things of all those is to I would just make sure that you understand that person is your best friend. You know, at the end of the day, like there's going to be moments where y'all are mad at each other. There's going to be moments where you're so in love with each other. As long as that love is not gone, as long as that respect is not gone, because at the end of the day, at its core, even though you have a romantic relationship, it's a relationship nonetheless. It may exist in different forms. It may exist in different love languages. But at the end of the day, I can honestly say that my wife is literally, I'm not going to say she's like the best friend of all my best friends. I feel like best friends exist in different like facets. But I will also say that my wife is my dog. Like that's my sister. That's my homegirl. Like we have been through some shit that I can say by making it through those things, they have gotten us a lot closer. We have our inside jokes. We have our really, really bad handshake that don't even exist. Um <laughs> But I know that beyond a shadow of a doubt that if I'm passionate about something and vice versa, we're going to have each other's back. And um, I think that's important because you are literally signing yourself up to be someone's emergency contact. You are signing up to be someone's to think for somebody else involuntarily and voluntarily and with all of that contribute actively contribute to their happiness I did not say create happiness no I said actively contribute to their happiness and I think those are some of the ways that you can be the best husband you can be. I think that is that's what makes you top five. If you don't know what we're <laughs> talking about, I'll do y'all damn homework because we talked about being top five. Um, is there anything you want to add to that? I don't want to just end on my note per se. I mean, you know, I think I think we said a good amount of things. Um, I think we covered. I would say, oh yeah, you finished lacing them. 
I would say I think we covered like the the points that would definitely put you in the right direction if you you know just get into a relationship or if you're trying to take it to the next level. Um, you know, we said being consistent, being considerate, contributing to their happiness. Um, you know, making sure that you're prioritizing those boundaries and you know prioritizing the time and the conversations that you're having. Um, I think those are all like good gems, you know, just to build from and set as a foundation to build from in a relationship. I agree with that. Um, and I think that'll set you up for success, fellas. I mean, mm -hmm. or if there's ladies out there that need to be husbands, it exists in today's culture. I get it. I feel like so those things still apply. You know, they're your significant others are gonna do things that probably won't have you feeling the best, but <laughs> and vice versa, you're gonna do some things that probably get on their goddamn nerves. But at its core, it's riding for one another. It is, you know, being consistent, it is being considerate. It is communicating effectively. It's being a motherfucking role dog. And, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, the reason y'all chose each other. So make sure I don't forget that. Um, it won't always be about love as a reason you chose your person. It won't. Mm -hmm. It may be financial stability. And you need a partner that you can actively work with to do that. One of the hugest benefits of marriage is financial wealth. Right. It just is wealth building. It is. It's a great benefit. Um, but also one of the biggest causes of divorce and um and arguments. Yes, it's financial uh, disagreements and infidelity. And they can coexist. Financial infidelity is a true type of infidelity. I know, because one time I bought some Jordans, right? <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to that story. That is for another day. But I did, before we got married, bought some shoes without her and a TV and a PlayStation without her knowing. And she was ready to just get rid of me. But I'm glad she didn't. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that pretty much nails that down. Um, I am very, very proud to say that we have been hosting this podcast for five years. Um, there probably isn't the person I would rather do this with. And I say that because we got history doing this. So um, I do not expect that this podcast will go anywhere in terms of disappearing anytime soon. But. Oh, sorry. Yes. But there's a but. We do mm -hmm. anticipate not being on Zoom no goddamn more. <laughs> so. Um, You'll see more of that. You'll see some go live things. We are almost 100 episodes, literally two episodes away, maybe even one by the time y'all truly get this. <laughs> but, um, you know, we're going to keep buying shoes. We're going to keep eating jerk chicken. We're going to keep mentioning jerk chicken. Shout out to Jarrell. For that Easter plate of that amazing jerk chicken and hot <laughs> sausage and broccoli and the nice fluffy white rice. It was delicious. Hey. I tried, man. Hey. I ain't gonna say that was one of my top tier uh plates, but I tried. Don't matter. That plate was on time. 
you get tired of eating certain food after a while. You need something different. That jerk chicken was something different. Um, I ain't gonna lie. I thought one of them was a was a uh, was a hamburger, and I put it in the microwave. <laughs> and I thought I was gonna eat some mustard and stuff. And then I looked. I broke it open. And I was like, "Oh, this is a thigh." Yes, Lord. Put this mustard up. Um, but yeah. So we got we always gonna talk about and have jerk chicken in our discussions. Um, we're always gonna talk about how to redefine man up properly for the culture. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are going to bring mental health into it because at its core, black men and mental health go together real bad. And all the things men do and don't talk about, you know, we're going to say what's unsaid. And we're going to say it with conviction. We're going to give attention to it. And hopefully you fellas and your communities, et cetera, y'all going to want to talk about it too. So we been here. We ain't going nowhere. And we're going to keep fresh underwear. <laughs> we every day, we everywhere. You ain't never there. Sure. I know that line. Blue coop shoes shine like patent leather ass. No, it's not Jay. I'm talking about the everywhere. You ain't never there. Maybe, but I got it from a different song. We oh, everywhere, okay. you ain't never there. New coupe, shoes shine like patent leather ass. Pushing something we ain't got a names on 207s. Neither, neither one of us is James Bond. Ooh. That's your homework, folks. <laughs> yep, that's your homework. <laughs> we didn't bring you bars after our discussions. So we we be remiss. Anyway, um, yeah. I I think all in all, the key thing is, fellas, or those that are husband adjacent, be your best authentic self. Understand your why when you get into these marriages um, and work on that why every single day. Make sure you never forget it. And make sure you never be stop being your best authentic self because it's probably a reason they fell for you in the first place. Um, mm-hmm. I know I'm a nerd by trade and I stand by it. I will completely geek out over some bowling, over some engineering stuff, over shoes and things. She might look at me like, ugh, you're so disgusting. But I'm going to sit down and watch them ID shows with her. Mm -hmm. Even though sometimes I'm like, how many ways can you kill somebody? This is crazy. (laughs) I might binge Amazing Race because I can't believe some of the teams that be on there. She might tell me to put some headphones on while I'm watching my basketball, watching my football, watching my whatever mm-hmm. on my little iPad. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and she might just simply stay in the corner one day and play games on her phone with her headphones on. We can simply both coexist in the same space and not directly be doing everything with each other. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You find what works for you and you guys' relationship. And you go from there. So, with that being said, I've done the best we can with what we got. We are here to give you more. And as this podcast keeps going on, we plan to do that. So, Jarrell, do you have anything for the people before we adjourn and my computer hate me again? Uh, continue to spread love. It's, it's, it was kind of a rough week in Detroit. So, just, just everybody Child. calm down. 
it has been listen it has been a rough place everywhere Mm -hmm. detroit especially with all the curfew stuff downtown and the young boy that got shot in the head or some nonsense in another place to Dr. Biden saying we're going to invite the runners up of the national championship to the White House in addition to the basketball champion LSU Tigers. Mm -hmm. The ladies that brought that thing home. Not that y'all going to have a joint visit with the men's champs of UConn Huskies. No. Uh We're going to bring Iowa the first team to lose (laughs) the national championship game this year. It's like... (laughs) Like, it's been so much trash that we cannot mm-hmm. spend the rest of this episode doing that. But I promise, <laughs> at the most responsible time when I'm ready, we will discuss that when I'm ready, not when Jarrell ready. I'm terrible, right? Because um, <laughs> Jarrell would never talk. He would be like, this is trash. I'm not talking about this. This is stupid. Um, but it's important that we acknowledge it for the people, for the culture, that we are aware of those things. We just choose not to focus on them right this very second until we can process all the things and the facts and things and then bring it to y'all responsibly. That's what we'll do. So with that, we love you all. Thank you for helping us get to five years of the podcast. Thanks for every single stream, every single comment, like, share on all of our social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I said it. TikTok. I know that too. Um, Every single place we usually stream, whether that be Spotify, uh, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts and you see us there. Thank you for streaming us from there. And uh, we trying to we 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 gonna see what an episode one hundred look like. You know, by the time this vacation's over, hopefully I figure it out. But we love you guys. We hope you stay well, stay healthy in this spring fall winter we're having right now especially in michigan and uh i guess we'll see y'all on the flip side so for more make sure y'all check us out on the website at mentalmatterspod.com you can email us your thoughts questions comments concerns at mentalmatterspodcast.gmail.com and uh remember yeah all else fails that life is short so go to therapy and of course buy and wear the shoes Mm-hmm. And yeah, talk about it. Don't hold it in. We out. Bad. Bad. Dang it. Get the damn button. <laughs>